who's a painter, uh, had lived here previously. And we met in Wisconsin while he was, hey, Wes, can you go back upstairs? Thanks, bud. While he was, um, so we met in Wisconsin while he was, uh, you know, it was the off season in Jackson. So he was back visiting family. We started to date. He knowing that he was going to head back to Wyoming, and then uh, he brought. I visited him while he was out there, and kind of fell in love with the area. Not even knowing that the Center for the Arts was being built, or that Dancers Workshop even existed, and was like, "Well, I could make movies in the woods. You know, I could dance in the woods and um, figure it out." Because Todd really wanted to to live uh, in Jackson. And then we went back to Milwaukee and uh, decided to finish school, but knowing that when we were done with school, we'd want to end up in the West somewhere. And, you know, even though I was very, as a dancer, very New York bound or big city bound, but um, I was like, okay, well, if I can dance, I'll, I'll move anywhere. And he actually, he found Dancer's Workshop on the interweb and reached out to Babs. Here he's walking down the stairs. I'm talking about you, Todd. He Hi, reached Todd. <laughs> Todd applied for Kate's job. Amazing and beautiful. <laughs> he applied for my job, basically, to make a long story short. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why? Because she's a coward. She's a coward and I knew that. Okay, go away. Yeah. This is my interview. So, um... And then Babs, so then Babs received this email from Todd that said, hey, you should hire my wife because of X, Y, Z. Amazing. Yeah. And then I followed up after he told me he did that. I was like, Todd, you can't do that. That's so unprofessional. Like, I know it's Wyoming, but I'm sure that they still are professional. So anyways. I got into um, big trouble. Yeah. So then I followed up shortly with, uh, you know, my resume and just said, obviously, my husband is really excited, um, and uh, I, I am interested in a job. Uh, so, what you know? Tell me what you have to offer, and let's chat. So then we did an, a couple interviews with you and Jodine, and um, and I ended up out here as the I was hired as the junior company director. And um, did you guys mind? I'm in an interview right now. Did you first? Did you first start Kate as an instructor, didn't you? And then you became junior company because you were junior company director when we yeah. moved into the center. I was co-director with with Jenny Wood that first year. So when you came, were we already in the center? Yeah, but oh, the okay. the theater was still being built. What year was that? 2006. Yeah, so the theater was under construction, but the education we actually moved into the building. Do you know Jen? Jen? Yeah. Do you know what year we moved into the building? I should know that. No, it's a good question. I'll look. 13 I think years, I thought. Let's check. Yeah, I'll I check. Think it, I think it was either 2000 it might have been 2005 that 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 the education pavilion part was finished. So we were there 14 years, one year ahead of the 
official reopening 13 years ago. Or the notes I just found. What does that mean? So it sounds like we were there before everything was complete to finish our builds. Is that, does that sound correct? Well, I'm just asking, when was the center built? The educational facility? <clears throat> Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, you were co-director with Jenny, and then you took over as director. Yeah, and then that second year, I, I did, did it by myself. And then had... Uh, various responsibilities for a few years. I did some special events, yeah, where we did dance parties um, and other kind of social dance gatherings. And then I really started to take off with the Pilates certification. So I was I was building my certification. I think I started around 2000 eight maybe was that and took a while you know just took my time do you know being an apprentice and building my clientele and then I think officially got my certification in 2012 or something um and you and you also started from the get-go as a CDW member yeah I'm not sure I would have moved to Jackson if CDW wasn't yeah. a part of the equation. I think just moving to teach wouldn't have um, right. told me. Yeah. So yeah, I, I danced with CDW through all of, all of it, trying to navigate, um, you know, making a living teaching, but also having small administrative responsibilities and then, you know, very, you know, there were lots of shifts in school directors and, and then, yeah, I, I can't even remember what year I officially became the open program or adult program coordinator. I you think would, it... It would have been when I took Studio 5, I bet. Uh-huh. When I took Studio 5 to expand that, which would, okay. been, which would have been when John Tazi, because John Tazi inspired me when he said, why don't you open a daycare? Right. I said, I'm sorry, not in the daycare business. <laughs> he said to me, well, Babs, it's all about earned income. And so I went home that night furious and I just thought about it. And I was like, okay, he's right. We have to do something more for earned income. I mean, it was an evolution, mm -hmm. right? But what I think is so interesting is that the model that Dancers Workshop has established for dancers is that dancers are able to come here to perform first. That's like the initial like interest, right? Is to perform together with CDW and then also teach and also be an administrative, hold an administrative position that isn't perhaps a full-time position, but allows 
for flexibility and schedule. So it's like you, it's like DW is the central core that provides you the space to perform, teach, and administrate, right? And that's actually a model that I think should be expanded throughout the whole center. Imagine if we could have the front desk person downstairs be one of the CDW dancers that knows a lot about Dancers Workshop or one of Bronwyn's staff or one of, so that the whole ecosystem supports artists and so that they have the knowledge about what's happening, why it happens, and they have the passion for it. And it could be really influential. Um, because when I think about like your trajectory in particular has been an example of what I really envisioned in terms of creating a place that supported artists and provided them, then also including training, like continue to train them, continue to support that staff development training. And then everybody just, it, the whole thing rises. The whole level of expertise rises. Absolutely. And it's all in one place. So I'm not doing the hustle of working three or four jobs in all different places. I mean, you know, talking to my friends in New York and other big cities, they're teaching Pilates at one studio, teaching dance at another studio, have, you know, they have their waiting job somewhere else. And um, I mean, it's, I think it's incredible because then each little department influences the other. And that's what makes it all connected where I can you know, be talking about contemporary dance Wyoming in my, with my Pilates clients and they, they're our audience as well. Right. Exactly. And how, so how long, so you came here, what year, Kate, you said? So that was 2006 in the fall of 2006. So from 2006 to 2020, that's a mm -hmm. tremendous commitment. And I guess, this being my 22nd year, I feel like that is something that some people don't understand is that things take time mm -hmm. and it takes, it's, it's like the opportunities are there, but it takes time. It can't be instantaneous in a sense. Um, there's that commitment on both sides and trust. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of back to our little timeline when you said we, t we took over studio five. So I'm remembering now that was 2012 because I was, we, we, we were in the process of remodeling that while I was freshly pregnant with Weston mm -hmm. and freaking out because I was like, I'm pregnant and now we're buying reformers and we're expanding the Pilates department. I remember I came to you and I said, yeah. I said, how you want to put all this money into a program that doesn't exist yet? And you looked at me and said, trust me, mm -hmm. you can, you can do this, Kate, we can do this. And I was like, okay. And sure <laughs> enough, I mean, within a year, yeah. we had, you know, it was, it was, it, the engine 
was running and it was up and running. It was amazing. I mean, down to where when I then went on maternity leave like a year later, you know, I had Megan Stewart came in, alumni dancers workshop came in to help out and took over. I mean, I had a huge schedule of clients, you know, where that was pretty much my full yeah. full thing, you know, besides CDW and other dance classes I was teaching, but that was, yeah. And it's so interesting for me too, to watch you teach because when you teach all of the, all of the expertise that you bring to a class is what you experience in performance when you're performing. It's also your Pilates. Like I hear the language because I'm one of your Pilates students. I hear the language that you use with me as a student in your classes with your students, mm. you know, in your dance classes. And I mean, that is so, that to me makes me so happy that I just, yeah. that cross colonization. Totally. Yeah. And I've always I, felt that specialization was the death of an artist. We have to be, we have to be like, yeah, bring it. Right. It's all the same, just different, different modalities, yeah. you know, but it's all, we're, the goal of moving our bodies and our minds and our spirits, it's no matter what platform, you know, it's, it's the intent and consciousness that you bring to it. And yeah, I, I, I feel like those worlds need to be blended and DW is a great place where you can, you know, get more of that, like, maybe it's a fitness name, but I am teaching movement because I need to move my body and always have since I was a little girl, you know? And so that's the difference, I think, in having a dance, a dancer as your instructor, because we grew up you know, I mean, you know, Babs, we grew up in these classes where you're constantly exploring and evaluating and investigating your own body and trial and error. And, um, yeah, it's a life practice, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I bring into Pilates. That's what I bring into melt. That's what I bring into all the other modalities I teach besides just dance, you know, I mean, it's everything. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel like, can you express how you have felt supported in the environment of dancers workshop? Yeah. Like different ways that you have felt supported. I, I have specific ideas that in ways that I have felt supported. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, the freedom maybe is a good word or the, the platform to sort of build your own, create your own adventure in a way, um, has, has helped support me kind of mold and sculpt who I, I mean, who I am right now as a, I mean, you look at 14 years, this is my career. This is where I've put 
my career and, um, and built my family. And, you know, so, um, I, I think it really comes down to the platform and open structure in a way that there's, there's like the structure, but within it, it's very up to the individual who's in that role. And Babs, I think that's your managing style is your, I mean, the amount of times that you've, I've heard you say, yeah, I just trust you're doing your job. You know, <laughs> I'll know if you're not <laughs> like, however you need to do it. And that's, I mean, I think maybe for some people that could be scary, like, oh, but I need to be told what to do and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, maybe I really like that. I mean, you know, when I was, I was my last three years of high school, I was homeschooled because the structure of school made me feel crazy. Mm-hmm. I just could not sit in a classroom. Right. And so that maybe that's just how I like to roll is that knowing that my way of, of doing things and navigating is, is okay mm-hmm. with the system, mm-hmm. you know? And then that, again, it goes back to that trust and like checking in. And mm-hmm. um, so that's, I think how I feel supported. It's sort of like I get to feel like I can have my own thing mm-hmm. and freedom to do it how I believe it should be done and, and the true authentic part, you know, from my heart mm-hmm. and that I have support in that. Mm-hmm. You know, DW sees, sees that as, okay, we're going to support this individual mm-hmm. because we're artists. We all have a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have different ways and I feel like, I'm supported as a dancer and as an artist by being surrounded by all of you and the mm-hmm. community of, of all of you. Like for me, Fridays when we have CDW time and I can push everything else away is like gold. You know, those that time when I can just surround myself by other artists and explore ideas. And I think that dancers are very, very fortunate that, I mean, there's, there's, I guess, two sides of it, right? Dancers, we have to deal with other people's emotions and ups and downs and schedules and things like that. But different than a visual artist, we are a community and we're like, we're together and we create together and we... We um, have each other when we're in emotional turmoil or whatever. We have such a close family. Um, So I've always felt supported by that. But I can say, Kate, that yes, my management style is definitely that I'm not interested in managing adults. I feel like adults should know what they want. and go for it. And I, I recognize that I have a different working style and I just try to use the old commandment of do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. I don't want somebody telling me exactly how I should do something. I love input and I love to learn, but I like to have the freedom to be responsive and creative in the way that seems natural to me. 
Absolutely. And yeah, back to that community piece as dancers, I think then you're constantly getting that feedback too, just because we're sharing space together. Right. um, Yeah. I feel super fortunate for the community part of our job. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I love you, Kate. Keep going. <laughs> I love you, Bab. Thank you for being You're such a good welcome. part of my career. I mean, yeah, it's You're so welcome. I'm very proud of it. Good. I wanted to report in from our development lead and resident historian of DW. We were, in fact, the original tenant of the Center for the Arts as well as in 2004, the educational wing that Babs referenced earlier was officially opened, whereas the theater where CDW and our guest artists globally come to us and and stay with us as masters in residence in 2007. And we presented Diavolo, Diavolo at the grand opening of that stage. So Kate, and you came in 2004. 2006. 2006. So Mm -hmm. so we were in the building. Jenny was there though. You and Jenny came at this. Jenny came a year after you came. No, we came, we arrived like at the same time. Yep. And we were instantly best friends and yeah. And we were junior (laughs) company directors together. You should send her DW schedule. She's on it. Yeah, she. we messaged each other. She wants to come take a class. So, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of a legend. It's like... A dancer in Florida who wants to come. Oh, nice. She needs a, she needs a connection, right? Or no, yeah, just t- tell her to register. Yeah, online. Yeah. Thank cool. you both so much for the time. This was incredibly nostalgic for all of our listeners and can't wait to see what's to come in this global pandemic as Babs, you always say, which is beautiful. The world is our community and that starts with DW. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Babs. You're welcome, Kate. Thank you.